were born into a world at war. Between the monsters that destroyed our cities and the monsters we created to stop them, we thought we had sacrificed enough. But the war we thought we finished is just beginning. And the only thing standing in front of the apocalypse is us. ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
I like I like cops who goes to who go to diners. Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah, uh, I tell you, I had this thought. I was coming home late at night, not super late, but like you know nine o'clock at night. But I think maybe came from the mall or something. With my wife, I'm like, hey, you want to get some dessert? I was like, you know what I wish we had was a diner I could go to, order a slice of cherry pie and a cup of coffee. Th- does not exist no. uh, outside of uh, detective novels. No, it doesn't. You cannot find an, an open diner outside of a Sherry's or a Denny's yeah. that's serving pie and coffee. You can't. Oh. You can't. Most of those kind of places are only open till like, 4 in the afternoon. Yes. That's what we found. Yeah. Breakfast and lunch, and they're done. And then, yep. Close it up. Close up shop. So. Uh, how do you like his partner? Edgar? Yeah. Love Edgar. Isn't Edgar great? Uh, I suspected him. As I'm feeling out the cast, you know, episode two, I'm like, ooh, man, did it. Is Edgar up to something? Who was it? No, he's great. I love a great uh, um, cop partnership. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Edgar's great. Loves his style. Yeah. Got his sweet clothes. Oh, man, those, those, those uh, monk-strapped, wing-tipped, uh, you know, loafers he bought. When they went to Palm Springs, you got to get those. It's look good. Yeah. You look good, feel good. It did lead, and I'm glad Bosch brings it up in one episode. Why don't cops wear running shoes? They're always chasing people. Suits are, like, required. If you're a detective, you got to wear a suit. Right. Why not a running shoe? I get it doesn't look right, but, yeah, they're always chasing people. chasing people. Yeah. You can't run in, a, you know, like a flat-soled dress shoe. No. No. Yeah. So, yeah, love that. Um, That's why I don't dress up. You never know when you got to run. When you got to run from somebody. It's yeah. also why I don't wear cowboy boots. Yeah. Have you seen Tremors? When Kevin Bacon's running all the time uh-huh. in cowboy boots, how awkward that is. Yeah. How how messed up were his feet? Like filming that. Oh, they had to been a, a total just disaster. Every night taking those, having like a an assistant pull those boots off, yeah. just like blisters and absolute disaster. So fun. you can't run in those. No. Yeah. No. Uh, it's a it's a Dimitri Martin joke saying you know uh, the, the the footwear you choose in the day makes a bold statement of how you think the day's gonna go. If you wear flip flop, if you if you leave the house in flip flops, you're saying, "Hope I don't have to run today." <laughs> yeah, cowboy add cowboy boots to that. Yep, yep. Uh, so watching that, uh, I'm back movie theaters. I saw three movies in the theater this weekend, so I'm back. What'd you see? I saw well, I saw the movie we're going we're going to review Pacific Rim right, okay. Uprising <laughs> required viewing had to see that saw Ready Player One on Saturday and then I saw Blockers on Sunday oh man yeah uh, one of those gets a thumbs up one of those gets a get gets a get gets the bar uh, <laughs> thumb sideways sideways thumb sideways thumb one big thumbs up I'll let you decide I mean. I didn't see blockers. You didn't see blockers, yeah. But I saw Ready Player One. Uh huh. I liked Ready Player One. Okay. In fact, if you haven't read the book, yeah, don't fucking don't read, read the, the book. book. Don't waste your time. It's the movie is way better than the book. Really, the movie only takes a bit of premise and character yeah. names. Yeah. Uh, that being said, not the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm guessing that's your bar. That was my bar. Because you Blockers love Cena. is so hilarious. <laughs> I it You just want... Every scene is just filled with a joke. I'm like, this I, is solid. Leslie Mann, underrated. Yeah, She's very so underrated. funny. And then that Ike Barinholtz from... Uh, 
Neighbors? Neighbors and the Mindy Show. Oh, I got that. Yeah, and the Mindy Show? So, that guy next Seth Rogen. He's Sign that funny. guy up. He, yeah. He's and and Cena playing, uh, you know, against type. Um, he's funny. I I almost saw Blockers over Ready yeah. Player One. I almost did it. Uh-huh. But I decided, you know what? If I'm going to miss one of these movies, yeah. I'm cool missing that because that's fine watching on the TV. Comedy, yeah. you could, yeah. Ready Player One, I'm like, that is a big yeah. screen thing. I saw Ready Player One first. I had the same same choice. But I think maybe I'll go check out Blockers now that, you, that you're giving yeah, me a thumbs it, up. It was, uh, I, saw, I saw my wife and wasn't expecting much from it. The previews before it did not leave a good uh, feeling in my stomach because I was like, ooh, these these movies look bad. You know, all other comics, I'm like, oh no, is this, is this what this is going to be like? And uh, we get into it and I just find myself laughing at... Uh, I like dick jokes. Yeah, very positive reviews on that. Yeah, it's in like an eighty-six percent yeah. on Tomato. Yeah, you know, because it's got a heart. It's about family. It's kind of a sneaky spring release. Yeah, uh, man, just a lot, a lot of good jokes. Ready Player One. I, I, I give it a, I, I give it the bar. Um, it is. It's a long. It's a yep, long one. Yeah, that's a two-hour twenty minute. Yeah, and I mean, so you, if, I mean, if you leave the runtime, you go, Mark. Mark's already taken a couple points off. Yep. Do runtimes include credits? Not for that movie. I left. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, directed by Steven Spielberg, I'm out. (laughs) I just walked out. I can't do it anymore. Well, you know, it's Spielberg. He doesn't do after the credit shit, so you're good. Okay. Yeah. I I had to get up and use the bathroom during that movie, and then I came back, (laughs) and it was during, after, you know, seeing the whole thing, what I considered my favorite part of the movie, which was the uh, Overlook Hotel. That was like, oh, this them entering to them leaving. I was like, I, I dig it. I like the the challenge for the key. Thought it was really funny. Uh, the one uh, avatar who had not seen the movie doing all the horror stuff, uh, and then the references. I was like, oh, I love The Shining. I had to pee though before that, so I missed kind of like them getting there. <laughs> that was so long, uh, and that's like in the middle of the movie, which is at the three hour mark. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, visually looks cool. It's definitely one if you're gonna see it, see it now. Yeah, that's a theater movie. For I sure. don't know if it's gonna translate on on a, on a screen. Uh, although it probably has a lot of rewatchability because it is a fun movie where you just watch and you're just like, I recognize that. Yeah, it, it's I one. That. It's one of those fun movies that to just try to catch stuff. Yeah. Just try to point stuff out because there's no story really. No, <laughs> no. I was talking to someone about it, and I was like, Oh, I did not like it. And they're like, what? I was like, yeah. There was a rebellion, and then the movie ended, and we didn't know what the rebellion gained from it. <laughs> Why was there a rebellion? <laughs> Why did this company have a police force, but they could also be arrested by the police? Uh, yeah, I just thought it was like, welcome to the rebellion. And then the movie ends, it's like, what did we gain? <laughs> Spread that wealth. You just got a sweet loft apartment. Yeah. Rud credits. But it's, uh, it visually looks cool. The special effects. Yeah, it's cool. They're crazy now. The, the in-game characters look really cool, too. Yeah. I thought I would start to hate that in-game animated character look. No. But actually, it, like, it was fine. Well, I think they change it up enough, too, throughout the movie that it never gets boring. Yeah. Like, the, the, the set pieces. Like, it's the same characters, but, you know, going from, like, the Overlook Hotel, but like, then, like, the race in the beginning to going to, like, Planet Doom... It, it keeps it interesting enough the, the whole time where... I thought what would kill me is the actual character. Oh, Facial the look at, yeah. stuff of the characters yeah. I thought would drive me nuts, but actually didn't. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I'd be expecting more off-the-wall characters, though. 
You just had the one. You had the one who was like a ogre, commander, commando guy, and I was just like, yeah, the world's endless. You know, the imagination is. No, no, no. One of his buddies was like a. One of his buddies should have been a battle toad. Yeah. Or a ninja turtle. Yeah. Those were cool to see. Like, yeah. So someone, someone out there was like, I'm, I'm in the Oasis. Guess what? I'm a ninja turtle. That's who I want to be. Yeah. I'm Raphael. Yeah. Not from the new shit like they were in the movie. Right. From the old shit. But Raphael with a three instead of a E. Because you need a unique game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Need, yeah. <laughs> that was the most unrealistic part of this movie was that the six bits in 2045, the Oasis was invented in what, 20, what they say, like 2025? Everyone's in it. Everyone in the world's in it and every character just got their name with, Have, no, yeah. with no numbers. No underscores. She was the first Artemis. He was the first uh, Parcival. Right, right. Oh, but he spelled it with a Z. No, yeah. That would have been taken the first month of the game. That's right. The first that was released. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got some three, six. He would have been possible eight, one, four, five. I will say this about the movie. The one thing I did like, uh, there was some cool stuff, but Ben Mendelsohn, killing it. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's really, really good at it. He's him really trying to convince it. him that he's a gamer. Like, he, like he's right. a cool guy. Yeah. That scene was great. The fact that he just like had his like his password written out and what his password was made me laugh. Yeah, he's doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I need I need to finish um, Bloodline. Bloodline season three. Yeah, yeah, me too. Makes me think I need to finish Bloodline. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, like him, he was in Star Wars, uh, story origins, one of them, Rogue One. Rogue One. He was good. Yeah. He was uh, Krennic. Yeah. Director Krennic. Got no credit for the Death Star. None. Yeah. But it's his life. Yeah, that's what that's how it is in the in the, yeah. the Empire. Yeah, and then um I wanted to see Quiet Place, but now they're moving that movie super late. It's not fitting with my timeline. So I'll, I'll, I'll be able to catch it like Friday. It's gonna have to be a Friday movie. That's right? a must see. That's what I'm hearing. So good. I I am avoiding spoilers. Uh even though I follow a bunch of YouTube channels where like they discuss movies and stuff. I'm like, save this video for later. Yep. Can I watch your Quiet Place review? Um, yeah. But, so the first movie I went and saw is the movie we watched for this show, Pacific Rim Uprising. The 2018 remake, or I'm sorry, sequel to, when did the original come out? I wrote it down somewhere. 14? 2013 Pacific Rim. Which uh, starred uh, Charlie Hunnam, Idris Elba, Rinku Kinkuchi, directed by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Charlie Day. Charlie Day is in it. Um, what is that other guy's name? Bern Gorman. Mm-hmm. I got his name written down as the first one. I believe he's the other scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a movie where uh, giant sea monsters, which they call... Or they're not sea monsters. Giant monsters from the sea called Kaiju. Uh, they're actually coming from a, a, um, a dimensional... Uh, what, what, are they called? what are they called? The hole? A rift. Uh, they, a rift? Yeah. A rift? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're coming from it to invade the planet, and the only way to defeat a monster is to build a monster. A monster versus monster. So we develop uh, giant fighting robot machines piloted by two pilots called Jaegers, that uh, the pilots must create a, uh, a a neural bridge to 
operate said robot. A single mind cannot control no, the much. vast power yeah. and size <laughs> of these Jaegers. So we, we've been able to keep these, these kaiju at bay. Uh, but then more and more come, and it's up to uh, Charlie Hunnam's character and a rookie uh, pilot named... Uh, I didn't write down anybody's name. The names in the the names in Pacific Rim I don't find are important. They're not important. They're not important. They don't mean anything. He him. The only thing that the names that matter are the names of the of the Jaegers. Yes. Uh, so him and a rookie pilot they have to uh, team up with all the other pilots to save the world, which they do. So that's Pacific Rim. Do you remember watching Pacific Rim back I, in 2013? I do. We went together. We went to get yes. And I feel like we both were just like, well, let's just go check this out. Let's go see Pacific Rim, whatever. And it's we got su- summer release. Yeah, it was a summer release. It was like a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and I uh, we got out of it, and I and we were just like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, that was the shit." Ah, uh, yeah, it's monsters fighting robots. It looked awesome. Looked the awesome. monsters look awesome. It's Guillermo del Toro. Really cool, cool creature monsters. effects. Yeah, really cool creatures. Uh, it's silly. This idea of building mon- robots that must be. You know, we, we dropped a nuclear bomb on, like, Hiroshima. The fact that we couldn't come up with a better technology to fight monsters other than creating a robot with arms and legs and, and, swords. and swords. And guns. And so that's silly. But once you pass that, yeah. it's awesome. You know, the, the idea... I don't even think they really get into the science of why two need to do it. I mean, they explain why. It's too much for one person's mind. But... I, I think it's just to get two people in the two people into the air. I think, yeah, I, I think it's just. Uh, it's like we need two of them in there. How do we? How do they we need, accomplish that? They needed that? some way to create conflict. Yeah, and and that did. Yeah, obviously, pilot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that created some internal internal conflict. And you get the great story of, um, you know, uh, learning to trust one another. Yeah, and it, and it also it's like, well, I mean, can't we just build a robot for everyone and kill all the monsters? Yeah, no, because. You can't you can't pilot one by yourself. Yeah, and some people can't pilot. Right. Some people can't link. No, they they don't work well with others. Yeah. Uh, you get a great speech by Idris Elba in that movie. You know, uh, they canceled the apocalypse. He did that, and uh, yeah. So what? Um, so yeah, we both generally liked it. Did you rewatch it in preparation for Pacific Rim Uprising? I did not. No, I did not. Did you? I did. This is one I own on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Oh, yeah. I was like... That picture's so And sharp. I need a reason to watch it. You know, this isn't... We, we did Ghostbusters a couple weeks ago, and that's a movie I, I talk about. I'll throw it on once a year just to watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. Jaws, I watch. I was just like, oh, I'm throw Jaws on. A Tarantino movie. I don't need a reason. Let's watch Pulp Fiction. Pacific Rim was one of... It sits there on my shelf. I go, I need a reason to watch this. I need to be in... Watching Pacific Rim Uprising, I was like, yep, let's dust this off. a little refresher. Throw it in. Uh... Since you watched it. Yes. I can't, for the life of me, remember if Charlie Hunnam's character survived or not. Okay. He does. Okay. He survives at the end of the movie. Why he's not really referenced at all. Not referenced. They couldn't get him. Yeah. His... In the second one, uh-huh. there's like this memorial of pictures on the wall. His picture's he's not, not there. there. Yes. What the hell's going on here? That's weird. I thought of that as well. Is Why... Was he not, uh, yeah, it's not like an Independence Day resurrection where they, where they make reference that he died test piloting uh, a new yeah. Jaeger technology. 
Yeah, they're just like, um, I think the main character in 2 mentions him in his speech. Because his kid's name's like, uh, like Riley or something. That was Charlie Hunnam's character's name. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, now I just want to make sure, so I'm, I'm just, uh, boom. Because he gets to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, yeah. Oh, his name's Raleigh. Raleigh? 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 Raleigh, North Carolina. What's, what's North Carolina? Raleigh. Raleigh. His name's Raleigh. Okay. I don't think anybody used his name no, in the movie. No, they only Names were just for the... They yeah. only talk about names in reference to the Jaegers. Yeah. So, he comes out from the bottom of the ocean. She opens up his pod because he, he, like, ejects her. And he's going he's gonna to drop the bomb himself. But then he ejects. He gets there. You think he's dead. She's pounding on his chest or something. Live, damn it. He opens his eyes. They embrace. That's him. That's, that's right. Okay. okay that's, and that's how I remember it. No mention of why Raleigh. Yeah. No mention. Not. No no likeness yeah. of him. Yeah, that was weird. So, you know, it, so we, we'll just get into two. Two takes place ten years later. Uh, I was ten. Yeah. Ten years after the apocalypse was canceled. Okay. <laughs> I think they mentioned that it's ten. Uh, it, it stars the son of Idris Elba, who did said canceling. He uh, he is not like his father at all. He is a um, he's like a scavenger, black market dealer of Jaeger parts. He's a hustler. He's a hustler. Uh, former pilot. You find out that he 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 kind of dropped out of the pilot program. Now just kind of living in an abandoned mansion, selling Jaeger parts for Oreos and sriracha. Uh, but he gets on the wrong end of the law. He has two options: prison or back to the pilot program. Back to the grinder. So he goes back to the he goes back to military training, and wouldn't you know it? More Jaeger or more kaiju are invading the planet. There is a there's like there's like corporate uh, there's like a corporate corporation battle. Jaeger monsters, mind control. Once again, our heroes gotta get in their Jaegers. I get Jaeger and kaiju mixed up a lot. They gotta get in their Jaegers and, and fight off. And it's up to uh, our new character, Jake, and uh, a ragtag group of uh, young pilots to, to save the world once again. Yep. Yes. So, but yeah, so Jake, who is the son of Idris Elba's character from the first one, played by John Boyega, he is now our lead. Uh, him, Scott Eastwood, they're like the veteran pilots, even though they're 23 years old apiece. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's there, there are no veteran pilots anymore. It's those guys and a a young training class where all the kids are like fourteen years Bunch old, of cadets. sixteen tween cadets. They explain it. Um, the younger you are when you start working on your uh, your bridging, yeah, techno- your bridging abilities, the better connections you get to pilot a Jaeger. So it's yeah, a, the better bonds you form. It's like a bunch of sixteen-year-olds led by a bunch of like twenty-three-year-olds. Yeah, um, yeah. Not a single adult in this movie. Not really. It's not. Yeah. Not their really. commanding officer <laughs> was the only adult. The adults are all scientists. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, I kind of kind of lost my. my uh, my recapping of this. You saw. So what were yeah. your initial thoughts of uh, Pacific Rim Uprising? Uh, it was kind of more of the same, but uh. lacking 
the originality and the charm of the first. Yeah. I feel I, I, I it was fine. Yeah. It was good. There was good action scenes. The, the kaiju looked cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some, some, they made some choices that I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, the, the way they got Boyega's character and the, 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 the girl. Yeah. Like enlisted slash re-enlisted was so dumb. Yeah. Join the army or go to the military. Or, or join prison. the military, go to prison. Yeah. What? That, what are you talking about? That old, you know. This is... What? what what's yeah. going on here? You used to hear that in movies in the 80s about Vietnam. Yeah, this isn't... This isn't Normandy. Yeah. I had two choices. Join the... Well, especially because we're at a time of uh, peace. Uh, right. Kaijus are gone. Kaijus are gone. So why is that his option? Why Why is that their option? Why are they still developing more Jaegers? Yeah. Why, when... Well, so the Jaeger technology, we, they we, kind of... Are we, what, what's our policy on this? Are we spoiling this or not? I say as long as we don't spoil the end. Okay. We don't know if they live or die. Well, so why are... Why is this... The world that they created for the second one makes no goddamn sense. Okay. We got busted-ass Jaegers all over the place. Yeah. And people are stealing these busted-ass Jaeger parts to sell Jaeger parts. But we, but they still have Jaegers. Mm-hmm. Big-ass fucking Jaegers. Yeah. So why can't you just take all your big-ass Jaegers, go collect all your busted-ass Jaegers, and, 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 and reclaim, up? reclaim all that shit? Yeah. Why is this even a thing? Maybe we were at the beginning part of that, and that corporation <laughs> was like, no, we made all these Jaegers. These Jaegers can go up and patrol and clean up the streets. Maybe the Jaeger we saw that was working for like the police, that was like one of the only Jaegers they had left. Um, yeah. So maybe that explains that. Maybe. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we were just on the cusp of having a world full of Jaegers, but okay. we, we got a little too early. I want to know why he was trading Jaeger parts for Oreos and Sriracha. The world in the first movie, and then what we found on the second one, it's not like it was this like dystopian future. It seemed like he could just go somewhere and go to a grocery store. It seemed like things... It seemed like people were doing okay. Yeah, like, people had jobs, people were working, they had a UN, they still had, like, governments going in Australia. Yeah, they had they had kaiju shelters. Yeah. Uh, this really only affected the Pacific Rim, you could go inward. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, that was, hey, I thought know, that was an interesting was choice. Pro- you gotta do some product drop somehow. Yeah. I know I wanted Oreos and Sriracha when I left that place, when I left. Um, I appreciated, but I do not think it was successful, that they tried to make our main character, Jake, um, more than just a brooding, like, the opposite of, like, Charlie Hunnam's brooding, you know, uh, Kaiju killed his family, so now he's out for revenge, but he doesn't work well with others, that Jake was kind of a cocky... Didn't know what he had. Spoiled. Wise cracking. Wise cracking. Sometimes he got too much though. Sometimes like, there were times where I was like, okay, he's got personality, and then they just took it like they always just got me like ah, I dig him, and then they just went always one more than they needed to. Uh, he's not Star Lord. I never I felt that myself. I I really enjoyed yeah, that okay. character. I really enjoyed John Boyega's yeah performance. No, right. I love John Boyega. I feel like. Oh, he was in more things. I, yeah, I, I feel like maybe they're not using him to his potential in yeah. Star Wars because he was—he's really charismatic. He is. He's a charismatic guy. Yeah. So I thought there was too much where it's like, oh man, I don't know if you're Chris Pratt. I just too much where I was like, I felt like 
they wanted him to be Chris Pratt. Just everything was like a wisecrack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a wisecracking about everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, Love to sprinkle. The Scott Eastwood. <laughs> Any relation to Clint? That is Clint's son. Okay. Okay, cool. It doesn't look like him, but... I bet if you I bet give them forty years. I bet if they were side by side, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think you'd you, you'd recognize that uh, chiseled chin and and, <laughs> and uh, brooding eyes. He needs a cowboy hat and a chaw in his yeah. in his cheek, and then it makes sense. Uh, what, what do you think of Scott Eastwood? He's fine. He's fine. Okay. Yeah, he's, well, I don't think he's a great actor. No, I, I thought he was pretty wooden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I assume they purposely did this. What's the beef between Jake and Nate? Um, I think they purposely gloss over it to make it seem like these pro- these problems are petty, so we're not even going to address it. But obviously, there was there were, yeah uh, there was a rift big enough between them that a kaiju could have came out. <laughs> and then by Act uh, you know three, they're cool. They're, they're brothers cool, they're again. Cool. There's you know brothers in arms. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what I can't quite remember what their uh, yeah what happened there. I don't think anything. I'm not sure anything really happened between them. I think just Jake got booted. Jake, yeah. Left Nate, left his partner high and dry. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know if there was any, like, real personal, like, he, he He has a moment with one of the trainees where he's explaining, and he actually says a line, he goes, I don't even know, I can't even remember what our problems were about. Hmm. So I was like, okay, if the person's trying to make it trivial, then, then forgive me for getting the beginning. Because, <laughs> you know, you watch enough of these movies, like, okay. Nate's, Nate's either going to be a dick, or we're going to find out that he was he was hurt before, and you know then they need to come. Kind of like uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Something happened at training camp that <laughs> uh, we're going to learn about, yeah. but you never do. And then they're just back together. Yeah. But uh, but you know I, I like John Boyega. I like uh, Eastwood. I did. I do think it's weird that um, there are no adults in the movie. I just think that's, that's a, it that's is an really choice. strange. When you watch Pacific Rim One. Everyone is an adult yeah. fighting these kaiju. They they are they're the best of the best. These, these are pilots who've been pilots their entire life. Um, what do you think of the quote unquote villain, the Charlie Day character, if you will? Yeah, I thought, uh, and that's just what we refer to as all villains. We just call him the Charlie Day character. Yeah, Halloween, Michael Myers. He's he's such a Charlie Day. Charlie Day. He's such a Charlie Day. Um, I liked it. I thought that was an interesting twist. I do think there was a great mystery where you're going okay how is this stuff happening and there's a couple red herrings that, that you think oh the corporation maybe or yep. there's some sabotage and then you find out hey man when, when, when you when you have a neural handshake with a kaiju brain there are consequences that that is the strongest connection to the previous film yes for me uh other than obviously robots fighting monsters i mean outside of that it like that that's the only like kind of like continuity. Yeah, continuity between the know, two. The, yeah, between the, the plots, like is that they're ten years apart, but there's not a lot of references to the original other than um, Jake's father was um, Stacker Pendercraft, which is that's a good name. Great name. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. They they reference that, but then there's not a lot of referencing to like the first movie. Those two scientists return, and that's really the only, uh, well, uh, Miko, his sister. Right. She, she was the, the star of the first one. But there's, there's not a lot, like, this movie and the first movie, 
if, if Pacific Rim didn't exist and then Pacific Rim Uprising was the first of this franchise, it, it would they explain everything. Right. Yeah, you don't it's, need to watch the first one to don't. understand this one. You don't. Yeah. Other than the, the Charlie Day connection to the first one. That, yeah, that's really the... So what, why is this such a lesser film? Mm. What's making this such a lesser film? Yeah. Well, I guess that would be the first. Um, did, did, did you like this as much as the first one? No. No. You got that? No. Yeah, that other day. Um, and now, I don't think Charlie Hunnam... Is a particularly good actor. No, I actually wrote. That's why I appreciated John Boyega in this role, because Charlie Hunnam is just playing a brooding like. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really think he's your brooding anti-hero. I don't really think the performances are worse. Yeah. I mean, is the speech it, in the first one's better. Yeah. Than the second. I, I mean, I guess Idris Elba is the shit. Yeah. I just, yeah, he's dope. He's the shit. Yeah, so good, but. I use Elba alone does not a movie make. <laughs> uh, was there not enough kaiju battling? In in the in the original in the first Pacific Rim, there are three big battles. Um, yeah, this really falls the same beat. It has that opening uh, voiceover that explains the world. Both movies do that before the movie opens up. Same training, kaijus. It has the same, like, how do we stop them? Both of them have that. Was the Mount Fuji stuff sillier? Or not as... In- like, Maybe not did as- that not lead to an, an interesting enough um, battle? I get You know, maybe... I, maybe it's because there's no real mystery anymore. Yeah. In the first one, we still had this mystery. Like, what the fuck is this? Is this a Cloverfield tie-in? Yeah. What's going on here? If this if this movie ends up being a trilogy, which at the end of this movie, they do leave it very open for more movie. Does that kind of forgive two if this movie is a bridge between one and three? Where that this movie is... We're not playing reset, but it's like, okay, the Kaijus were defeated... We gotta have a reason to bring Kaiju back, and then we got we need to set up a third movie where there's gonna be more fighting, right? And more, yeah. The we're gonna be more prepared. I think if the third is decent, then yeah, yeah. If then, you get a yeah. third movie, um, that's good. Do you kind of forgive the second movie of the trilogy, saying, "All right, this was just kind of introducing us. It had to, it had a set of new characters, give us a reason to." Like maybe yeah, that could work. And I mean, I, I don't think this was a bad movie. No, it's sitting at a forty five percent on Rotten Tomato. It just didn't speak to me like the first one. <laughs> I think forty five is a you know I mean forty five could be anywhere from forty five to fifty five. That's a solid action movie. Th- that's what it is. Yeah. It, this is a movie that it's it's good. It, it's not one I'm going to rewatch. Um, or like when it comes on cable, I'm like oh, I got to stick around. You know what? It, you know, there's not like the scenes where if the movie's on cable. And I say, oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit through this commercial break because I know this action scene's coming up. I don't feel like this really had that. It kind of just goes along. I do think it takes a long time to get into any battling, even when it's uh, Jaeger, Jaeger upon Jaeger versus Jaeger. That takes a long time to get there. We got the whole. Well, I mean, unless you count Jake and the girl uh, running before they get caught, <laughs> right? But bef- like, so. If, like, that's an action sequence, but if you take that out, it takes a long time before there's any real, like, conflict. 
Yeah, so it does. It's part of that, where Pacific Rim, the first one opens up with, here's what's happening. We're, we're fighting these things, yeah. Was it too much Jaeger on Jaeger? I think so. Yeah. I didn't like, I really did not like, the Jaeger versus Jaeger fighting. Yeah, you don't get it. You don't get a kaiju till uh, till the till the final. Yeah, yeah, I really didn't like that. I prefer Jaeger on kaiju. Yeah, well, you know, you, you subscribe to you know the Planet of the Apes rules. Ape does not kill ape. That's right. That's the same. <laughs> sub out Jaeger or sub sub out ape ape for Jaeger. Jaeger does not kill Jaeger. That's right. Yeah. Um. So. Do, would you like to see a third movie? If they made uh, it's it's uh it's John Boyega, Scott Eastwood, they're yeah, back. Yeah, I think I think we got to do it. Yeah, I think we got to do it. I uh, if there wasn't, if they did not make a sequel to Pacific Rim, I would have been fine. Yeah, but now I think hey, now that they have to, might as well get a third do one. Something. Yeah, do yeah. something with it. Well, especially with the way it ends, it's like you can't just you can't make this movie. Have me be slightly disappointed, and then not give me a third one. Right. Yeah. It's like The Descent 2. <laughs> kind of the same, like, all right, well, I got to know more about this now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's okay, but a yeah. third one could really wrap it up. Just, let's tie this, yeah. put a nice little bow on this. This movie, so it opened um, a few weeks ago, March 23rd. Open number one, uh, dethroning Black Panther in its sixth week of uh, being a number one. Took down the big cat. It had a $150 million budget, and as of when I did my notes, which was Monday, it had only made $55 million so far. Not looking good. But, compare that to the first one, which cost $190 million. I assume that's Charlie Hunnam and Idris Elba money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bullying is in Star Wars. He can command a check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It made $411 million, but 309 of that was the Ford market. And I do think that these movies are made with, like, we're going to make a shit ton of money in Asia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, kaiju's fighting Jaegers. That, that, that's stuff they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a good chunk of this movie takes place in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now those uh, aren't real, right? Those, uh, those buildings that go in underground? The Pacific Rim. That's, uh, that's not a real technology that exists. Oh, the kaiju shelters? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't know if Tokyo has those. <laughs> they might. I don't know. Earthquakes and Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> that city's always getting destroyed. It is. Is there anything in this movie that you think does better than the original? Uh, yeah, I think the comedy is a little better. Yeah, there are, there are there are some chuckles. Yeah, I do like. I I think if John Boyega was ten years older, so that he could have started in this movie in twenty thirteen instead of Charlie Hunnam. I think that would have been an improvement. Not that Charlie Hunnam's bad, but he's just kind of like... I mean, the guy's like, what's he doing now? He's just kind of like... In that movie, he's very just like gravelly talky. Very, yeah. Very... He's been he's been wounded, you know. He's, he's a hurt soul. That's right. But yeah, John... This character... Maybe even still make him Idris Elba's son. But he's the star of... Uh, you know, actually, he makes more sense than, than Raleigh. <laughs> it makes more... If, if Jake is the star of... Pacific Rim 1, he has to partner with his father's adopted daughter. There's obviously conflict there, but then they learn to get past it so that way they become the ultimate handshaking uh, kaiju partners. They don't even need machines. <laughs> no. They, they just fight. They just fight. They just fight kaiju. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, so I think he's an improvement over, um, over that. So I think you got an interesting cast in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I like Charlie Day. Wait, wait, did you like Charlie Day? In this? I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the same. It was the same. He's as the, the same. First one. Yeah, it's just kind of this wacky. He was guy. the comedy in the first one. Yeah, and the only comedy. The only in the first comedy one. in the first one. Uh, this one, they kind of spread it out. Two uh, yeah. others. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I like Charlie Day. Charlie Day and Ron Perlman. Did he die at the end of uh, the first one? Ron Perlman? Yeah, I remember he was the uh, the black market kaiju oh! dealer. Yeah. We need more of that. We need Rob Perlman. That's why I didn't like it as much. Yeah, there was no Perlman. There's no Perlman. No, yeah, none. Um, you don't have Guillermo, you don't get Perlman. That's yes, just the rules. so Guillermo did not. He was a producer on this film, I believe. But he did not write and direct this. He was working on um, uh, Shape of Water. Mm. So I doubt he had anything to do with this movie. Yeah. He just got, because he created the world... Yeah. There's your executive producer credit. Mm. He didn't do that. This does seem like a, a movie that the first one is a standalone movie. This seems like someone else took this over with their own story in mind. Yeah. And to, with the idea we'll make a couple of these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, Guillermo, if he wants to shave water instead of Pacific Rim, that's his choice. <laughs> He's got to live with that at night. That's right. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell me how you're sleeping, Guillermo. Missed out on this movie. Uh, yeah, so instead, this was directed by Stephen DeKnight. I think he wrote, he had uh, some writing credit on this as well. Uh, but he mostly directed TV, so he, he uh, directed uh, like Daredevil, um, a lot of action stuff. Yeah, this is one of those movies where it's all, this is all production company. Yeah. This isn't no one's project. Right. You know, this is, here's your script, you're directing it, here's your cast, go. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, we never figured out what happened to Raleigh. So, Pacific Rim, Uprise, did we need it? No. Yeah. We, we, I don't think we did. But would you like to see a sequel of it? I do now, yeah. Or a remake of it? No. No. Yeah, not let's, a remake. Let's, let's, let's ride this one out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, we didn't need it, but it's a good action movie. It's good. It, it, yeah. This is a March release, monster versus robot Action movie. Sometimes you just enjoy yourself at at the theater. It's a good little. It's a good little popcorn. It, yeah, you know, just, I eat so much popcorn. In this yeah, movie. this would be a good. Even if it's a great theater movie, big screen. Yeah. But this one's fine. So you're sitting at home on a Saturday night in December. Mm-hmm. You're snowed in. Yeah, just throw it on, pop some popcorn. You know, what I didn't have to do during this movie. Use the bathroom. <laughs> Get me it there. It's pretty short. Yeah, it, it is uh, a short run. Yeah, what is run time? Hour 50. Yeah, I, I remember, like, when I headed out, I was like, I'll be back at this time, and then I was back, like, an hour sooner than I thought I'd be. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe my uh yeah. was wrong. Yeah, I think I, same, I, I, I left, I was like, oh, you'll, you'll probably beat me home, I'm seeing a movie, and uh, left work at 3 o'clock, still made it home before yeah. before 5. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's, yeah, uh, check it out. It's fine for what it is, um, but Pacific Rim, the first one, you can't go wrong with that. I will say this. I think this is probably better than any Transformers movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm saying that because I, we were, I saw that we were in a movie and the preview came on and I heard the comment, I can't believe they're making another Transformers. Yeah. And then it popped, turned out it was Pacific Rim and that same person was like, 
Hell yeah, Pacific Rim. <laughs> Let me tell you what this movie does better than any Transformers movie I've ever seen. And I've only seen like three of them. <laughs> they can get giant monsters to fight giant robots, and I know exactly what's happening on the screen. The Transformers movies, they're so all over the place, and you can't, like, this movie just focuses on the action. It, I don't know why, just Transformers, they just feel like the, a lot of camera cutting, and you just never know whose arm is where. This, let's take a wide shot, they're gonna punch each other in the face. Yeah. See where it goes from there. This one's got a whip. Do what you will with it. <laughs> I hope the third one co-stars Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And I hope it re- is revealed that this is a Cloverfield movie. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, what the- I saw a theory that uh, this was somehow tied to another universe. like a film. It was one of those film theories and it was, uh, on YouTube. And it was like, oh, Pacific Rim. I don't know what it is. If, if I figure it out, I'll tweet the YouTube video if I want to think about it. But they have this like... Pacific Rim is actually connected to this universe through the, uh, through the. It wasn't Cloverfield; it was another movie that's just like all tied together. These kaiju's or uh, Jaegers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you have thoughts on Pacific Rim, if you if you got stories on Pacific Rim three, where, where you'd like to see it? And I, I can tell you, if we can judge anything by a couple lines of dialogue, they're going the route I want to see them go. Yep. But if you have your own uh, fan fiction for Pacific Rim, send it to me. I'll read it. I'll let it know. If you know what happened to Raleigh, that's mystery number one. Charlie Hunnam, if you're listening to this, yeah. are you going to be on board for three? If he is in three and there's a reason they didn't reference him, but it all makes sense, then I will forgive all the sins of two. <laughs> that Raleigh, there, there's a reason. Maybe we have John Boy say Raleigh, so I know how I would pronounce it. If it's Raleigh, uh, that won't help because he's got that accent, got that thick accent. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone's much in this, but I just Elba and him are both British. But uh, I feel like they had two different uh, dialects. I feel like uh, one was from like North British, the other one was from uh, South England. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you mention it. Yeah, I'm yeah. picking that up. Right? Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. Find us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, DBTG Podcast. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. I verified. There's a link on Twitter. We made it, finally. SoundCloud. Sweet. All the places you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Um, share it. But now I guess now we're back on iTunes. we got to start uh, asking for reviews again. So, if you got, uh, if you got a chance. Plink, plink us with some stars. Plink some stars on there. That'd be cool. Yeah. And if you got an idea for a movie, we haven't decided what we're doing for third, have we? We haven't. For our, our third week in a row. No, we haven't. So we'll come up with that. But if you got some ideas on a sequel and or remake you'd like us to review, drop us a line on Twitter. What's our what's our uh, policy on prequels? Oh, we'll do a prequel. Oh, okay. I think as long as the movie ties to another movie okay, somehow, cool, some cool. way. You have one of mine? No. Okay. Leprechaun Origins? <laughs> you can do that one. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week with another movie. But until then, it's been Don't Be That, that Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remix. Repair your rift. Well, he's pretty big. 